1: the revolution let's do it 17 years and still going strong hallelujah a force in the outdoor radio landscape the two of you are making me and every one of your friends sick yeah <laughs> they walk a thin dividing line between sanity and lunacy it's time to give thanks to what's truly important so who owes who money here live from america's heartland beamed throughout the world at jimand this is the revolution we Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV.
2: We wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Gosh, can you believe Thanksgiving is next week? It's really close, and, and you know what's even closer? Christmas. That's right. You know, the bad part Where'd is... you get me? I heard Santa... Um, close your eyes. <laughs> Same color? Twice of that. <laughs> Um, no, Santa's refusing to get vaccinated. Really? Uh, and so now they're not going to let him into like half the world. <laughs> so <laughs> his his night is going to be He cut can go short. to India, though. Yeah, he can go to India. That's pretty cool. All right, so we're talking Legends of Field on today's show. Who got, Jimbo? Hey, we have got Jim Shockey, host of Shock
3: Therapy. Yes. And then uh, Bruce Horrell with uh, Gundog TV. And finally, Scott Newby with uh, Yamaha.
2: This is a great show. I say that every single week, but we actually do have good guests this we week. We topped last week. Last week. Kind of sucked <laughs> Nah alright So you know
1: what Let's get to Jim Shockey, Shockey. Alright Jim Shockey This week we're chatting Legends of Here we go Now let's kick off A two-parter with Mr. Jim Shockey Host of Shock Therapy On Outdoor Channel Sunday 6.30pm Eastern Presented by Outdoor Channel Sportsman Channel World Fishing Network And My Outdoor TV Here's part one
2: All right, so our first guest, he loves wearing vintage Italian designer cowboy boots, eating sushi, and playing golf. And did I mention he is the baddest of all the asses when it comes to hunting? (laughs) Mr. Jim, we love you. Happy Thanksgiving early, buddy.
4: You you, you say that I'm the baddest of all a**es, and then you mention Italian designer (laughs) cowboy boots and eating sushi. I mean... It's like, you know, backhanded
3: compliment. Thank you very much. Damning with faint praise. We we kind of left out riding side saddle, but what the heck. You know, I
2: love, you know, oh, yeah. you're one of the the most interesting men in the world. You know, you really should have done the beer commercials. Um, but like you're you're this amazing rough hunter, okay, and you're so good at what you do. And then like you're this pretty damn good golfer, and you like eating sushi and kind of dressing up in nice cowboy boots. I mean, <laughs> you're multifaceted, is what you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I,
4: I don't know if that's uh, a good thing or a bad thing, but it's uh, yeah, yeah. Life's just too short not to enjoy every possibility. I mean, it's like. I don't know. I want to experience every flavor. I want to experience, you know, every view. I just, just. I mean, we get one life. Let's, let, you know, I just think you got to live it, and if that means trying on Italian designer. Cowboy boots and and uh, <laughs> try and raw sea urchin and, and heck I'm in count
2: me in you know it's so neat if people want to hear more of this kind of stuff and see footage they got to watch Shock Therapy Outdoor <laughs> Channel Sunday six thirty p.m. Eastern Time you guys dive into this kind of stuff all the time uh, it, it's really neat to see this and hear these stories one thing though it, one of my favorite things about you is when you talk about like back in the day okay. Um, You know, you were reflecting a little while ago on moose hunting and how growing up for you, you were like living in a, a trailer park and it was an economic necessity, as you said, moose hunting, because pound by pound, if you cut cost, you could bring the most home for the cheapest amount. And I thought that was so cool hearing that and how, you know, you're kind of reflecting it going back to the caveman days, Mr. Jim, where the guy that came home, if he came home with a moose, then holy cow, he was the hero. Um, I think that is so neat. And that's something that people just I think a lot of people are like me and they love to hear that.
4: Yeah, Well, it's the truth. I mean, you know, historically, I I believe there's some scientists out there might cringe when I say this, but. You know, about 10% of the population were the the hunters in, in any given community. Now, uh, you know, of course, everybody would try, but, you know, 10% would be the ones that actually supplied most of the meat. You know, it's no different today. I mean, and, you know, they've done – this is a fact. They've done studies. In fact, I was in one of those studies. I don't know if I told you this. Yeah. No. Uh, a, a, a PhD did a study, PhD for psychology, and trying to figure out what women look for in men and who they thought would make the best spouse. Mm. So they they, they had uh, LeBron James. Oh, I'm going to try and uh, Ovection, Alexander Ovection, the hockey player. Yeah. Uh, another uh, a baseball guy and a football quarterback and me. <laughs> and they said, you know, who? And they, they gave a blind test to these women and said, this guy's a hunter, this guy's this. Which one would you want to marry? And I got 78% of the vote on wow. top of all those, yeah, combined. So, oh, my God. So that that was a legit study. Uh, it's probably somewhere on the Internet. And uh, so I walked around here telling Nana Wheezy that I was the <laughs> voted sexiest man alive, you know, for, it, which lasted about 10 minutes. And she said, take out the garbage. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but You know, hunters are, are and and, and always have been, the, the best hunters are, uh, are are held in high esteem throughout history
3: yeah well you know moose i mean they are the, the largest variety of deer out there and they eat pretty much the same thing as deer i mean they're browsers and grazers and so forth but there's something about moose meat that has such a rich flavor it is my favorite wild game
4: yeah it's it's ours too that's that's what we that's been our staple in our family for well since i was a kid and and uh our own children, Brandon and Eva, that's they were raised on moose meat and Nana Weezy and I still eat moose meat if I you know it's I've held on to that tradition and I do believe it's the best all around. Now there's other other wild game meat that's pretty spectacular but it's hard to get like paca down in Central America that's that or brush tailed porcupine in West Africa, but mm-hmm. but uh for just all round good Moose gets my vote every single
2: time. Now, what's amazing is all the years you've outfitted and hunted moose, Mr. Jim, uh, wasn't it this year you took your biggest bull ever? Yeah, and I,
4: I'd like to brag on myself here, but in <laughs> fact, I I misjudged it by a mile. It Did you by, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Christian Anderson Davies, who we've been, you know, grooming here for the last few years, uh, assistant guide, and he'll be, you know, this year he actually started guiding uh, clients himself. Wow. He was with me, and, and he... He actually told, I said, no, I'm not going to shoot. It's not big enough and not old enough. And he, he said, oh, you're making a mistake. And look at this, look at that. And I got kind of upset. I said, okay, fine, I'll shoot. And, you know, I'm not going to be happy about this. And I, and, and I shot and I walked up, and this thing is 72 inches wide. Oh, my yeah. widest, widest lose ever. You know, if you do the scoring systems, you'll boon a cock at right at 240 and it'll net way up in the record book. I haven't had it officially scored, but it'll, it'll, it's certainly my largest netting moose ever. And, and I totally, uh, well, am I allowed to say cuck on the bear? That's on the judging.
5: So, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> we so, do all so the time. Was,
4: like I say, definitely is not me that uh, should be given any accolades for that moose. But it, it was, yeah, my, my largest largest moose that I've ever taken in, in all the years I've been hunting.
3: Yeah, well, the interesting, yeah, I've only hunted moose one time and it was up on the porcupine river and i gotta tell you that was the toughest hunt that i've been 14 days never saw a hare. and then finally on the last day i shot a 60 and a half incher but uh, do you find that uh that it's easy
4: that's such a, a old wives tale i'm probably not allowed to say that uh an urban <laughs> urban myth i'm probably not allowed to say that either it, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's politically correct but it's uh a falsehood how about that it's <laughs> A uh, mature bull moose, you know, not in the rut. If it doesn't want to get found, you're not going to find it. It can literally hide in a one-acre patch of willows for two weeks. You can stand there and watch, and you will never see that moose. It'll move at night, but you'll never see it. And and that's, you know, people, they see the footage of the moose during the rut. They think, oh, moose are dumb. That's not true at all. Moose are fearless is, is a better way to describe it. They're the mm-hmm. only... Big game animal on the planet that, when it knows you're not another moose, it doesn't care. It's going to continue to come in and either fight you or make love to you. You know, so <laughs> so it's you know it's, it's it's not because they're dumb. It's because they're unafraid of us. You know, they're they're the king of the jungle, top of the food chain. So so well, they they think they are during the rut anyway. But yeah, they are they can be very difficult, extremely difficult to hunt, uh, as you found out on your on your hunt. You're lucky. It, it turned out the way it did because uh, you can sure go two weeks and never see a hair of of a bull moose when it doesn't want to be seen.
5: You bet. Hey,
3: we got to take a break. Can you stick around? Of course I can. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Hey, we're talking with Jim Shockey. He's the host
2: of Shock Therapy on Outdoor Channel, Sundays at 6.30 Eastern Time. That's right. Uh, And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. And hop on My Outdoor TV. You can watch, oh my gosh, literally like weeks worth of Jim Shockey's hunting adventures, Uncharted, The Professionals, so much good stuff on My Outdoor TV. Um, Mr. Jim, though, to learn more about you, find you on where can we go to do that, buddy?
4: Well, we have you know, all the usual Instagram and Facebook pages, Twitter, uh, and also jimshockey.com. Uh, uh, that'll get you to me somehow or other.
3: You bet. Hey,
1: more Jim Shockey right after this. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's part two with Jim Shockey, and it's coming up next. That's who. Jim Shockey! Jim Shockey! Jim Shockey! Shockey! He wears a cowboy hat, yeah. Ah, Thanksgiving, when America gives thanks by watching football, drinking booze, stuffing our faces, and arguing with family.
6: Oh, come on. Oh, That's it. fine.
1: Wishing you and yours a happy Thanksgiving. Stick around. The revolution will continue after these short messages.
7: Join Outdoor Channel on Mondays and prepare for a wild food feast. These birds were flying an hour ago. Ah, ah. Taste of the Wild is two must-see hours of hunting, fishing, and foraging with cutting-edge host Mike Robinson, Mario Calpo, Stephen Renella, and Nick Hoffman. I'm blown away by the hunting culture and the food. If I was alive three lifetimes, I would never think to do that. Taste of the Wild, Mondays beginning at 7 Eastern
0: Begin your transmission now. The
1: revolution with Jim and Travis back with Legends Field. Now let's get back to Jim Shockey, host of Shock Therapy on Outdoor Channel, 6 6.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're talking legends of field, and uh, our
3: guest Jim Shockey is a legend—not only in his mind, but our minds too, because he has really <laughs> hunted all over the world. But I have to tell you that uh, that moose has got to be, as you talked earlier, one of the toughest animals to get after. And you're right—you talk about him being hiding in a, an acre-size willow lot, but I have seen them hide behind a little Christmas tree, and they just disappear. Yeah,
4: it's, it's amazing. They, they can shapeshift. Uh,
3: and, I mean,
4: you, you swear that there's no way an animal that size can vanish and smoke, but uh, I've seen it happen over and over and over again. They, they've, uh, they've made me look like, like a, a dunce many times in my career.
2: <laughs> now, what about mountain caribou? You know, they don't have the big migrations, totally different patterns. How tough are they, the mountain caribou?
4: Well, I mean, they, you know, they're called mountain caribou for a reason. Yeah. They live in some pretty rugged terrain, and, and I've seen them up higher than where the sheep go. Wow. Right on the tops of the mountains, yeah, up in the little hanging basins, ice patches, little glaciers, uh, especially in the, the warmer days, uh, in, in the early season, August. Uh, they're they're uh, a spectacular animal in a spectacular part of the world, uh, the mountains. Uh, you, you, you know, you get them in British Columbia. And the Yukon, uh, I, I believe they're also on the edge of the Northwest Territories border, on the Yukon side, on the uh, western side. So, so they're 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 and they're the largest of the caribou species, body size, uh, antler size. They're right up there. You know, if you take the largest barren ground caribou, largest uh, Quebec Labrador caribou, the mountain caribou, largest one ever taken is is right in that same wow. category. You know, world class except heavier apples more massive more bone uh, than the other species of caribou
2: now would that be something you could do you know let's say if someone wanted to go up there and do like a combo hunt would that be a good pick to do like a moose and caribou is that something that'd be possible
4: yeah absolutely in our rogue river hunting territory in the yukon uh, you can do that you can add in a grizzly bear on that as well oh. now, you know to get to get all three is a is a you know that's a difficult task it's happened and and we are pretty darn successful at what we do but uh, moose and caribou combination is is a you know it's not hundred percent obviously it's hunting and it's free range hunting so we can't say that, that it's a guarantee but it but if someone's coming up for a combo moose and caribou hunt uh, we have a pretty high success rate uh, at getting them both of those animals
2: yeah now do you think it was your upbringing just who you are as a person Jim? uh that you know i mean you're such a rustic outdoorsy cool guy i love this guy was yo yeah totally <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> big man crush no <laughs> Okay. Um now do you think that's who you are? You know, I was reading a, a story and I probably got it wrong. Like you had this great aunt or whatever when she came over, they had I mean they built a house and they had no heat, no electricity when it got cold. I think you said they brought a goat inside or something. Um maybe the story's wrong, I don't know. Um but it just seems like your whole heritage, your whole line of folks, your dad and everybody we're just such cool, down to earth, outdoorsy people. Do you think it's just in your blood, your nature, who you are?
4: Yeah, I don't think there's any question. And that was my grandmother, actually. Oh, that was your uh, grandmother side. Yeah, yeah. She she uh, <laughs> only passed away a few years ago at ninety nine years of age. Wow. So, and until ninety eight was living in the the original sod house <laughs> that her and my grandfather built in nineteen twenty nine. What uh, really? You know, and she, yeah no plumbing no running water just a little wood heater for for heat in the winter time and and you know an outhouse and, and a chamber pot i mean she she lived exactly like they did in the ukraine where she was born and uh and yeah tough 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 people that you know i i can only dream about being as tough as my my grandmother um but you know i i think that some of that genetics obviously comes down through through the line and uh yeah, I truly believe that we are born, you know, it's, it's nature, it's who we are. And, and, and it can skip generations, and I see it all the time, by, you know, youngsters that they are hunters, absolutely 100%, but their fathers didn't hunt, or their mothers didn't, you know, it was their grandfather did, or their great-grandfather. So, so I, I think it's definitely nature. As um, Nana Weezy, my wife, Louise, uh, you know, I, I could no more deny being who I am that I could stop breathing. You know, so yeah, it's it's certainly in in my blood, and, and uh, like I said, I've had some great role models in my you know antecedents that I, I I can only aspire to be, you know, half the man and half the human being that uh, that they were.
3: They're tough, tough people. Yeah, it was really interesting uh, watching your television show that uh, when you had your dad and your father in law on and talk about a couple of fun guys, but uh, they're just as tough as nails as uh, anybody else, right?
4: Oh, sure. Well, they, they came up through the you know dirty thirties,
3: right? The depression.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So you know, my my dad was they were eating dandelions. I mean, that, that was their greens. Um, you know, barefooted. They, they you know, Louisa's father same way a little you know a little bit more money in their family in, in Quebec where he, he grew up but um, yeah they, they, these guys are they're very special human beings we, we all miss them and uh, uh, it was, it's pretty funny people always ask you know did you feed them those lines you know to say on the show and, and I said, you know they, they they could barely remember their own name let alone trying to trying to give them a, a line to remember that that's just who they were they knew that you know, what hunting's all about, and that's really, truly having fun.
3: Yeah, that's why I, I like watching them in the hot tub hunting. <laughs> yeah.
4: Now, did, yeah, that was Len, Lena, I think, in the hot tub that one year.
2: Did yeah. they become friends after you guys got married, or were they friends before that?
4: No, it was after. Uh, was it? Louise and I, we got married within about, well, I met her, and six months later, we were married. So, oh, wow. Uh, our Our parents did not get a chance to meet each other until... <laughs> Actually, the, the the day of the wedding. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but but, but af- afterwards, yeah, they they became, you know, that they were hunting buddies. Uh, you know, they passed away within a year of each other. Wow. And and uh, yeah, they they were they were true hunting buddies. Uh, it was sure an honor and a privilege to be able to spend all those years taking them out in the the whitetail woods, the bear mountains out here in Vancouver Island. Yeah, great, great guys. We all miss them.
3: You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Jim Shockey. He's the host of Shock Therapy
2: on Outdoor Channel Sundays at 630 Eastern Time. And this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device to watch uh, anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at com. Seriously, again, you got to get the My Outdoor TV app, hop on there, watch everything Jim Shockey has ever done. Uh, And again, where can we find you online, Mr. Jim?
4: Uh, jimshockey.com uh, that'll get you to you know anything you need to know about me and then uh, we're on all the usual social media platforms Facebook and Twitter and Instagram
3: yeah I'm going to try to write a script where we can write you into Yellowstone you would fit right in <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah that, he's, he's a pretty cool I like David Costner. I'm sorry you should have He should have got an Academy Award for Water World,
2: I I still
5: believe. (laughs) I did like that show.
2: All right, coming up next, we have Bruce Hurl. He's the co-host of Gundog TV. that Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Jim, happy Thanksgiving to you and Nana Wheezy. We love you guys.
1: Right back at you guys. Thanks for having me on. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, on the air for over 17 years. You know, this show was the last thing your thunder chicken heard. (laughs) Before his head was chopped off. From our family to yours, have a happy Thanksgiving. Stick around. The revolution will be right back.
7: What happens when you take two master craftspeople and give them a playground full of tools and materials to build with? Yep, pretty much what we thought, too. YouTube legend George Strava and expert auto tech Cheyenne Ruther team up to design, build, and test the world's most amazing backyard launchers. That's
5: what I'm talking about.
7: I just love something powerful, big, brutal. I like a challenge. Backyard Ballistics. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel.
0: High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com.
1: Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. With Legends Afield. Now, here's another two-parter with Bruce Horrell, co-host of Gundog TV on Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 4.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. This is part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking
3: Legends of Field on this week's show. And before the break, we had Jim Shockey on. What a great guy talking about moose hunting. But our next guest, man, he hunts things that fly.
2: That's right. He's he that the, flies, a die. He says, I bow down to Bruce. That's what Jim said. Bruce Hurl, he is the co-host of Gundog TV. That is Sportsman Channel, Saturdays at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Bruce, you wild man, how's it going today?
6: Hey, we're really good. I'm uh, glad to be back on the Revolution.
2: Yeah. Now, now the thing is, November is the month for
3: waterfalling, In it?
6: Kind of all over the country. It's the beginning for some states. It's, it's getting toward the end for us up in Michigan. Uh, we're leaving for Illinois Wednesday, and they just opened up yesterday. So, oh, did they really? Uh, then we're headed down a little further south to Missouri. They opened up last Saturday, and they're closed now and then we'll open up next Saturday with them. Oh, my goodness. Did I read somewhere or did I see
2: that you have kind of switched to using a CZ uh, Reaper, the 12-gauge, and over and under?
6: I I love that gun. I like short barrels. Yeah. And CZ on their over and unders, they make some 26-inch barrels, but I also like shooting three and a half inch Magnum, and that's the only reason I shoot three and a half because they don't make four inch. So I <laughs> the the Reaper is really a nice two shot uh gun for me. Just this year came out with a twenty six inch ten twelve automatic that I'm gonna try to shoot on TV a little bit and see if I if I like it. I haven't shot it yet, but starting Thursday I'm gonna give it a try.
2: Now is it true? I've kind of heard it. I think you were talking about it. One of the reasons you like an over and under or a pump is because in foul weather, if it gets dropped, if it gets wet, you could cycle a few times and go on versus an automatic. It kind of ruins your day. Is that true?
6: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, if if we drop an over and under or a pump in the marsh while we're hunting, we rack it or dry it out a little bit and, and start hunting. An automatic is a whole different ballgame.
5: game.
6: Mm-hmm. Um, you have to really uh clean open up the whole thing, clean it up, uh, but with a pumper and over under, it's just simple and it, nothing can really go wrong.
3: Yeah. Now the thing is, uh when you're when you're waterfowl hunting, have you ever used sneak boots? You know, I lived uh on Lake St. Clair where we would use these sneak boots.
6: Yeah. And uh, right. I've had a cabin. I still have a, rent a cabin on Lake Sinclair on Mitchell Bay uh-huh. on the Canadian side. To the, as we speak. Oh wow! Well, the thing is, ha- have you ever used a sneak boat? Listen, I have not used a sneak boat. There are a couple of sneak boat guys over there. When they do it right, it is absolutely deadly. I just um, we have watched those guys do it. The wind has to be right. They have to know what they're doing, but they can get right on top of that block. They turn that boat and let them have it. And they are lethal when they, when they do it. And I, I've never done it, but I have watched it on a couple of different occasions closely just to see what they do. Point Mouillet used to have a sneak boat competition. Mm. And I, I used to watch that. But I've never actually done it, but I've seen it done, and it, it's really a lethal way to do it.
3: Yeah, well, it's really interesting. I've done it a couple of times there on Lake St. Clair, and uh, the only thing I've ever done is got a wet butt because
6: oh, because, because you're guys, so, so low to the water. They, they know, the guys that know what they're doing can really get it done.
2: Now, let's move on. You know, uh, Gundog TV, again, Sportsman Channel, Saturdays at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, it is right there in the name. Uh, dog. is you, Your dog's name is
6: Joey, is that right? That's little pal Joey, you bet. He, I think he's more famous than I am by, <laughs> by a long shot. Now, what is he, a British Labrador? He's a little Brit Lab. I think I might have told you that I had Chesapeake Bay Retrievers for 41 years.
5: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I
6: don't think I had a Chessie, maybe one, that was under 100 pounds. Yeah. And the biggest brit lab on record i guess is about 71 pounds and joey's about 60 oh really that boy yep and i <laughs> he fits anywhere <laughs> he's not as powerful a swimmer as a as a Chessey or even a big american lab but on the ground that little guy i'll put him up against anybody yeah how, he's, how he's does dynamite he... on the ground
2: does he do good with those big canadas you
6: know that's what i was kind of uh worried about yeah uh because my chessies could could run them back at a gallop. Yeah. Now the giant canadas, there's a wing dragon, <laughs> but we're shooting a lot of lessers right now because the migration's on. Yeah. And he has no problem with the lessers. Ooh. Um, but the giants, early in the season, that <laughs> they can he he comes in a little bit slow. <laughs> <laughs> but he's out but he's out there and twice the time, I tell you, he's he's a jet when he's out there looking for him.
3: Yeah, well, the thing is, uh, I've always had labs, and we have a we have a guy that breeds and has pointing labs. Now he does upland game, you know, here in Kansas, a lot of pheasant handling going on. Actually, it opened here on Saturday, and uh, crazy people out there trying to get those things. But uh, you know, with with Joey, he doesn't point; he just retrieves, right?
6: Well, no. Uh, we'll be in Kansas next, uh, in two weeks. And if you watch our show, he's a pretty good little pheasant dog. Really? really? By the way, these guys all have good dogs. We, um, Jason Johnson and Randy believe in dog power. Mm -hmm. So we'll have eight or nine dogs running at one time.
5: Oh, wow. Wow. And
6: so the pointers, they'll point that bird. Well, that bird will start walking. Well, the pointers are still pointing and Joey's right on top of, him. he's following him. And I. <laughs> and I'll, th- those guys finally have learned when I say, get up there with Joey, get up there with Joey. He's got it. Mm. So that's the difference. He doesn't point him Now, if he sees them, he'll just stop. It's not a really a point. He'll go, Ooh, I think that's a bird. And he'll stop. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't consider it a, a classic point but he will stop if he actually sees them and then you've got a matter of seconds to get there because he's flushing it
3: you bet hey uh we got uh, frank the sound guy pointing at us we got to get to a break can you stick around I sure can, you guys. Okay. Hey, we're talking Bruce Horrell. And, of course, he's a co-host of Gundog TV on Sportsman
2: Channel, Sundays at 4.30 Eastern Time. No, that's Saturdays at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been brought yep. to you, though, by uh, High Mountain If you're seasonings. smart, you watch on Sunday, too. You can watch it there. That's what you on should do. Yeah. Uh, High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Mr. Bruce, to learn more about you, Joey, your co-host, where you guys are going to be, your your partners, where can we find you online, buddy?
6: WolfCreekInc.com. And I'm Bruce at WolfCreekInc.com. I'm not very technologically, uh, (laughs) I am technologically challenged, (laughs) but that's where you can find us. We've got some stuff on YouTube. There's a lot of uh, different ways you can watch it. Oh, wow.
3: More Bruce Horl right after this.
2: My name is Trav and his name is Jim Jim. And we'd like to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving Hey, hey, hey Turkey Day Giblets, gravy, and pie We hope you spend the day out hunting Because everyone
1: knows that in-laws suck My mother-in-law's a devil Happy Thanksgiving from Jim and Trav
8: I'm Al Simon, 91 years young I created Balance 7 20 years ago at 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found I, that I had medical problems. He told me that it was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now, receive free shipping with the code word L. Go to balance7.com, order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to Balance 7, use the code word
1: L. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Legends of Field. Now, let's get back to the boys and Bruce Horrell, co-host of Gundog TV on Sportsman Channel, Saturdays, 4.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part two.
3: As we continue with Legends of Field And uh, we just completed our segment One with uh, Bruce Horrell He's a co-host of Gundog TV On
2: Sportsman Channel Saturdays I was told At 4.30 Eastern Time Yeah, now Thanksgiving, Mr. Bruce Is uh, next week, by the way Happy Thanksgiving Would you say November is like The best time of year for duck hunters Would you
6: say that's true? Yes Really? It is We're we're running toward the end And and the later it gets the better it gets for us, mm-hmm. and so we're almost to the end of our season. Our season ends the Monday after Thanksgiving. We're done.
5: Oh, wow. <laughs>
6: so we've got some rough weather, and we have a ton of birds here right now, and that's only good news for all my buddies down south.
3: Yeah, now you're on the leading edge of that migration through uh – winter water wonderland there in michigan now the thing is do yep. you use smaller spreads are you are you looking at dry land i mean you talked about hunting uh canada geese but uh, are you hunting cornfields what are you doing
6: yes it depends on early season early season our spreads will be a little bit smaller and a little bit more spread out and lazy uh more comfortable if you get my drift mm-hmm. then as as the migrators get here then I get the big spreads, which would be anywhere from oh twelve to twenty dozen. Mm-hmm. Wow! And because the migrators, they're in love with numbers. Mm. They really don't know where they're going. <laughs> so when they see a number, a big number of decoys, a big number of birds, they're going to hit it, and it's proved out to be. Uh, pretty effective over the years
2: now do you like in those big spreads do you like to leave holes for landing like kind of welcoming them welping, well i can't even talk welcoming them in
6: absolutely i run as a standard set i run family groups mm-hmm. and and i'll have five holes okay so they have independent on the wind but if, if the wind is heavy and you and jim and trev if you're coming to hunt with me I will tell you exactly what hole those birds will hit.
5: Really? The wind is wow. heavy.
6: Because uh, geese don't break the rules.
5: Mm.
6: Now, ducks, they'll break a few rules. You, you can hunt them backwards, sideways. But on geese, if the wind is a decent wind, I can virtually tell you where they're going to land. Now, when you, we're out there in, in Kansas, and those guys are hunting those little the little cacklers and the and the lessers, but mostly the cacklers, those guys set up what I call it, and I guess they call it a donut hole,
5: Mm -hmm. Uh and
6: they will set out 30 dozen or more, and they'll make a great big circle, Mm. and those birds will leapfrog the spread into that hole. I've never seen it done here in Michigan, and I'm amazed every time I see it in Kansas, but that's their opening. It Generally, it's one opening out there with 30 dozen or more, and and it's just absolutely phenomenal to watch.
3: Yeah. Now, do you use a mixed bag of deeks? I mean, do you have uh, uh, Canadians in there, lesser and greater, but also maybe speckled bellies? Do you have speckled bellies in Michigan?
6: A speckled belly, we shot one this year. We shot two last year. It is, it's a trophy in Michigan. Oh. Mm. You can go to California now and shoot 10, by the way.
5: Really?
2: Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah. Now going back to dogs for a second. Okay, your pup, my pal Joey. Yeah. How much training is involved? Like not only to get him to that point, but to keep them progressing, keep them sharp. Um, is it a lot of work? I mean, is this something that you work on, Mister Bruce, the entire year? Do you give them an off season? What do you do
6: in the off season? I just make sure he stays stays in shape. And I throw a lot of dummies. I give him lots of lines, and if you know what I mean, on lines, mm-hmm. I make him go in a straight line. I'll face him one way, and then I'll put birds out up to a hundred to two hundred yards. Oh wow! Um, and ask him to go in a straight line. Lines are really important as far as during the season. And and you didn't ask the question, but I think a lot of people think that I only hunt on TV mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, and that's not the, <laughs> that's not the case. I'm at my age, I'm still hunting 80 days a year. Wow. So in spite of me, my dogs really get good. Yeah. I mean, they, they have birds, uh, Chris Cochran. He said, Bruce, there's Joey's expecting that there's a dead bird out there every time. And I said, yes, he is. I mean, there's, <laughs> You know, there's most of the time it's multiples if I've got enough hunters, but Joey's now six years old and he's, since he's in Michigan, he doesn't get to retrieve like the guys down in Ark uh, not, not necessarily Arkansas, but Kansas,
5: mm-hmm.
6: um, or the guys that get to take their, their dogs on extended stays in Canada,
5: mm-hmm.
6: um. But he's six years old, and he's over 3,000 birds. Wow, wow. really? We get pretty good hunting here, and my dogs get an opportunity, and Joey is takes full advantage of
3: it. You bet. Hey, we've got to leave it right there. We have a talk with Bruce Horl. He's the co-host of Gundog TV on
2: Sportsman Channel, Saturdays at 4.30 Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Mr. Bruce, again, to learn more about you guys, Gundog TV, all that good stuff, buddy. Where can we find you online?
6: Again, it's uh, Wolf Creek, Inc., and Bruce at Wolf Creek, Inc., and on Uh, You can probably see us on YouTube. And by the way, my co-host is Randy Lack, Mm -hmm. and he does our Upland game, and he's out in Arizona and New Mexico. And then uh, Dave Miller, who's with CZ Shotgun, is with us quite a bit. And I think uh, sometime down the road you're going to have Dave on there. He's an amazing shooter.
2: We'll tell him that Bruce said he can't hit the broadside of a barn <laughs> if he was sitting on a ladder. Yeah, I
6: tell him that, and then I—I <laughs> I haven't seen him miss much. I remember Nap missing point blank, uh, like three times at twenty yards, and yelling at him, "And don't you ever come back!" And then somebody said. Well, how'd you miss that? He said, that is not a prescribed target. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, got... I, I, know Jim, I know Jim knows new Tom Knapp when he was alive. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, coming up next, Jimbo, who we got? Hey, we got Scott Newby. He is the uh, ATV and side-by-side senior communication specialist
1: for Yamaha. Happy
6: Thanksgiving, buddy. Same to you guys, and thanks for having me on the revolution. Appreciate it.
1: The revolution with Jim and Trav will return after these important messages. In the meantime, you could watch YouTube videos of Travis eating hot dogs. Um, Or check out JimandTrav.com for some outdoor awesomeness. My Outdoor TV is now available
7: on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes Powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network The leaders in outdoor entertainment Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime Start your free trial today My Outdoor TV, now everywhere
1: Sprinkle the best of western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings At HIMTNJerky.com today That's HIMTNJerky.com Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Today we're discussing Legends Field. Now, please welcome Mr. Scott Newby, ATV and side-by-side senior communications specialist for Yamaha Motor Corporation. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys.
3: Hey, we are back. We're talking Legends of Field, and if we're going to talk
2: Legends of Field, we got to talk about Scott Newby. That's right, Mr. Scott Newby. He is the ATV and side-by-side senior communications specialist for uh, Yamaha Motor Corporation. You know what I love? I think it's so funny. Uh, Mr. Scott, the Atlanta Braves won. You guys are like, you know, on cloud nine. And then to like rub it in the face, you went to Texas and shot a big buck. Was that your plan?
9: Yeah, I mean, definitely no complaints there whatsoever. It's, uh, you know, my, my whole family is a huge longtime Braves fan, even though now everyone thinks we're a fair weather fan just because we uh, we <laughs> rock out all the old gear and everything. But yeah, it, it was a perfect set of days, I will say, between the World Series, the hunt, and all that good stuff. So it was a dream come true, as they say. <laughs>
3: Yeah. Now, I'm looking at a photograph of you and that buck. Now, is that an eight-point or is it a ten-point? He's big. Well, it kind of
9: depends on what you're talking about, but no, <laughs> it, was a, it was a good solid eight that I had and also even had a, a little cull buck and everything to take care of as well. But And that's just the great thing about Texas sometimes. You just have so many opportunities out there. And thankfully, the outfitter that we went with, uh, Wade Middleton, you guys spoke with before. Oh, he yeah. just had... He had one too many mouths to feed, so he, he was uh, more than happy to letting me follow through with a couple of hunts, and I, I was just as giddy as a schoolgirl. I mean, every time he's was like, you want to go out and hunt again? I'm like, am I allowed to? Because I'll <laughs> go right back out, and he thankfully said yes.
2: Now, was that did you take him with a bow? Is that what you did?
9: I did. I, uh, I've i almost always been a rifle hunter, and then just this past year for the Kentucky Inlet coming into it, um, I just... I really got to practicing with my bow and, and just doing a lot more archery techniques and everything overall. And um, I was able to get that new Garmin site that they have to where it's oh. literally, you know, no set pins, you get everything ranged in. And it just increased my confidence so much that I felt like, you know, because always they get into a analysis paralysis to where when I had the pins, it's like, oh wait, was that rock 30 yards? And was that tree 25 <laughs> yards? And which yeah. direction was it? And so I, I just almost, let the opportunity slip by, but that new Garmin site just—man, uh, it's dialed in. It's awesome, and uh, and thankfully, been successful hunts because of that. Uh, are were you in the Hill Country? So we are uh, far west Texas, um, right in between pretty much Brackettville and Del Rio, oh, and okay. uh, just a cool little spot out there, and kind of a, a, a lot of mixed terrain and everything too. Just really great places
3: to hunt. Yeah, now it looks as though that the the mass kind of carried out on that eight point. I like. Good, solid eight points, and that is a good, solid eight point.
9: Yeah, I mean, that, that guy, I could stick from my elbow to my fingertip, and I couldn't even span the distance in between there. I, I think that's probably the, the widest rack that I've ever had, and yeah. it just blows my ex because I had a Montana deer a, a few years ago, and that thing was super wide, but this one now, I mean, I, it's almost uh, comparable to the axis that I got the other year. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Now, uh, how far was the shot? He ended up being right at the.
9: Uh, I think it was right at 19 yards for him. Oh You're just geez. up in a little box blind, and I mean he he had he had me fooled so many times over. I thought I saw him coming in from a distance. He walked out in front of a tree, and like you know, he knew where my shooting lanes were clearly. And then he walked away in the woods, and like oh, there it goes. You know, he's not coming back. And then he, he pops out again, crosses over this little dam, and then literally just walks right up. It's just, you know, the perfect scenario. I'm like, okay, this can't be real, right? I'm just like, <laughs> just getting too hot in this box. Blind. I'm starting to see mirages or something, but he, uh, he turned broadside and, and thankfully just gave me a good, uh, good shot. We still gave him, you know, plenty of time to, to die and everything just in case. Cause we, we couldn't exactly see the shot. Cause right when I released, he, he was kind of stepping away and he turned down all this little ravine that Ooh. ran away. So we just want to make sure that we didn't kick him up and give him plenty of time. And, thankfully found him the next day and uh yeah I mean it was just so great to kind of uh be able to honor him and uh, and just do all the the work i had building up to that moment i mean i was literally on the verge of tears it, it <laughs> sounds silly but it was a huge achievement for me in my hunting uh career
2: yeah now with thanksgiving next week that means christmas is not too far off uh mr scott now can you do pre-orders you know is it hard to find inventory available um what does it look like if we wanted to buy something for christmas let's say
9: yeah, the best thing to do, you can go to our website, yamahamotorsports.com, and kind of uh, see what dealer inventory and everything's like. The best thing really is to call your local Yamaha dealer, go in, talk to them. They can see what they have on order, what's coming in, when it's expected to arrive. And I highly recommend if you have a specific vehicle that you're looking for, put a deposit down with the dealer, make sure that you get that locked in. Or even if you're ordering uh, parts and accessories from us on shopyamaha.com or if it's from the dealer, Don't wait until it says, okay, yeah, back order arrives on November 21st. We'll order it then. If you place your order now, it'll be first come, first mm. served. You got that? Got to get it all locked in as soon as possible. Otherwise, you're just falling back further and further in line. So, it's it's always best to be a little more proactive. I know it sounds a little sales pitchy, but trust <laughs> me, I've been on the on the field sales end as a district <laughs> manager, and it's the God's
3: honest truth of that stuff. You bet. Words to the wise are sufficient. Hey, we've been talking with Scott Newby. He
2: is the ATV and side by side senior communications specialist at Yamaha. That's right, and this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, YamahaMotorsports.com Mr. Scott, we love you, God bless you, happy Thanksgiving, brother
9: Thank you so much, gentlemen, greatly appreciate it and if anyone wants to learn more about our Outdoor Access Initiative program, just check out YamahaOAI.com
1: the revolution with jim and trev wishing you and yours a very happy thanksgiving
2: happy thanksgiving Uh,
1: now if you'll excuse me Uh, the tryptophan is starting to kick in don't move jim and trev will return after these short messages The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do
3: have new <laughs> shorts. Well, I got Hollywood legs, but so I, I like to wear shorts and a t shirt when I record. Do you know what? that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So
1: once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it
3: was from yesterday or last week. It's the Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real.
1: This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week.
0: What the hell are you still doing here?
1: Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Talking about legends of field.
2: And, of course, we had Jim Shockey. Old uh, Bruce Horrell and uh, Scott Newby. Scott Newby, yeah. And remember, boys and girls, next week is Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, and make sure you just spend, send me a turkey. Spend time away from in-laws. Yeah. Don't let don't let family ruin a holiday. That's the worst yeah. thing you do. All right. So, <laughs> holidays is not being around family. <laughs> no, it's not. That's why I like Festivus. Um, No, get outdoors this week Take some kiddos with you This Thanksgiving week More important than eating Unless it's great venison With some high mountain seasonings um, make sure you spend time together with your kiddos outdoors. Encourage firearms That firearm would be family safety. though, wouldn't it? Kids, no, they're not family. Uh. They're not. <laughs> they have no choice. And so anyways, happy Thanksgiving, boys and girls, as always. Right, Jimbo? I have nothing else to say. Yep. Love you so much. God bless you and the United States of America. We will talk to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving.